This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1108, IELTS Writing FAQs and Examiner Answers. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we answer your IELTS writing questions. You'll receive expert answers to some student FAQs so that you are ready to score a seven or higher on test day. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Aubrey, we're going to talk about writing again today. We're, we're on a real writing kick recently. I know it's not surprising because so many of our students, that's where the struggle is. That's the right. most difficult thing to, to raise your scores, to do it on your own. So it makes sense that we often share advice about IELTS writing. Yeah. So guys, we are going to answer some student questions today about writing. And most of these come from students in our Facebook group, guys. Um, just to remind you, if you are a Three Keys student, you have access to this private Facebook group. You can ask us directly questions at any time. And we're very good about answering them in there, guys. You have direct access to us. And you can also um, get unlimited essay feedback. Back. So guys, if you are a Three Key student and you're interested in the Unlimited Essay Feedback Program, just email me directly, jessica at allearsenglish.com. All right, awesome. So Aubrey, do you want to uh, lead us off with the first question? Sure. So one of our Three Key students, Carolina, asked this question. She said, I have a question in the academic task two, do I have to write a title for my essay? And she had shared that She's seen titles for essays. She's heard teachers tell her to include a title. Are you so, serious? Mm-hmm. Bad uh, advice. Because I mean, no. okay, so you could tell <laughs> by don't. my reaction that right? no, you should not write a title. If you do, it doesn't count as part of your essay. The exam we don't want titles. We don't need them. Yeah. It's a waste of time. It's pointless. So no, definitely no titles. Well, here's a question for you as a former examiner. If there is a grammar or spelling error in the title, is the examiner ignoring that title entirely or could that pull down your score? It will still impact your score. It still counts mm. as words you have You're written. You're going to read it. Yeah. So all the more reason to not include a title. <laughs> totally, right? Because there are different like capitalization rules for titles. Right. There are certain grammar exceptions for titles, you know what I mean? Like they're yep. not complete sentences. So, um I think they're I think that's a minefield for no reason. Right. Like stay on right. the path. Just write the essay. 
Exactly. It doesn't help you at all and it could actually hurt you. So do not include a title. Good question. Oh, I love student (laughs) questions. Guys, if you're not a three key student, you can email us your questions and we might answer it on the show. Support at allearsenglish.com. Yes. Um, The benefit of being a student, right, is that you get your answers right away in the Facebook group. No, it might take us a little longer. The support, you're going to hear it on the, the podcast. But still, yes, all these questions because other students have that same question. They just haven't thought to ask yet. Yeah. In fact, I was just reading um, because students that get, you know, super high scores, they're often nice enough to write, you know, a review of our course, stuff like that. And I was reading through them recently and a student said um, he never really posted in the Facebook group. Like he wasn't like an one of the active students that asked a, bun- a bunch of questions. Um, however, he did go in there daily to read the questions and answers. And he said that there were often questions answered that he didn't know he had. And I, and I loved reading that, like seeing how yeah. beneficial this is and we don't even realize it all the time. Wouldn't even have thought of that. And worst case yeah. scenario, you finally think of it on test day. When it's too late. I know, right? Definitely. It's so good to have access to these answers to other questions that you didn't even have to think of on your own. Allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Okay. Um, Now, next question from 3Key student Vanessa. This is a great question. And guys, for anyone out there that has taken the exam, you may have wondered this as well. When you get your results, so she says... Do you know if the section your scores explained after you receive your IELTS scores, does that contain a personalized answer for your mistakes or is it just a pattern answer according to the band score? And then she like quoted some of the feedback. Um, No, those are not personalized words for you guys. That is not personalized advice. Um, These are just, these are template sentences that IELTS can spit out on all the scores. So if you get like a six for cohesion coherence, you're going to see exactly the same little paragraph as everyone else that got a six or whatever, right? So Depending on your scores, that decides what that feedback is. It's 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 not exactly about your essay. There will be some useful advice in there, right? I mean, because we can always learn what to improve, um, but it's not personalized. So just be aware of that, guys, that IELTS is never going to tell you exactly why you got the score you did. That's just, it doesn't happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, exactly. And it might end up throwing you off or just making you confused about your essay if something is in there that you know you did right, because actually it was something else that pulled down your score, right? So I actually wouldn't take it that seriously. Because exactly, like there are so many factors to each score, like a six in cohesion coherence, right? It's like, it's not just about linking words and transition phrases. It's about paragraphs. It's about um, the logic behind your ideas. It's about how you build out your ideas. Like there's so much that goes into this and IELTS isn't going to pick and choose. Like they're just going to say the easiest thing. Like you need to organize your paragraphs better. 
Like, what? okay, but like, what does that mean? Right. <laughs> like, which part of that am I doing or not doing? Yep, exactly. Okay, let's, uh, we're going to share another one. Shaknoza, whose name I love. That's amazing. That is, I was going to say, that's such a fun <laughs> such a name. Good name. So she had a great question. Um, she said, I just bumped into a problem relating oh, to spelling. Fun. Nice yes, language. Bumped into it. That's a great phrasal verb. Bump into yeah. a problem. I love that. When I was doing a listening test and it was all about the spelling of barbecue. I usually write it as barbecue with Q-U-E, but it was marked incorrectly as a mistake. Mm. Then she said, what's the correct spelling? Q-U-E or C-U-E? Because this online listening exam told her it should be barbecue, C-U-E. So I let her know right away. Interestingly, both are accepted because both are used regularly Mm -hmm. by English speakers, which is really strange. This happens all the time that there's (laughs) multiple spellings of things. It's that's the most complicated thing. You'd like to think, oh, if I learn the one spelling, it's correct. Unfortunately, there's British spelling. There's American spelling. They're both accepted as correct on IELTS. And then yes. random words like this that we spell both that ways, even in the United States. Totally different spellings. And they're both <laughs> right? fine. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> English is so hard, you guys. I know. Um, <laughs> It's so true. So hard. Um, All of these spelling rules, like I before E except after C, that's not always true. So many exceptions. They're not like true rules because there are so many exceptions. Like, I wonder how many exceptions does it take for something to invalidate a rule? You know what I mean? Because like I feel like there would then be no spelling rules in English because there are so many exceptions to all of them. Because English comes from so many different other languages and we just sort of picked and chose, you know, like what rules or not rules we wanted from so many different languages that – this mishmash of an idiom doesn't make sense anymore. So anyways, we feel your pain. We realize yes. English is tough. Um, another reason why it's so handy to have access to us in our Facebook group, because there's so many times when how do you know if it's not your native language? Like you just need to ask a native speaker. What does this idiom mean? Do people still say it? How can I use it correctly? Is this spelling okay? Um, having access to us is is huge, guys. Allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, last question. This is a common question, guys. Now, I'm going to ask you, Aubrey, what if my handwriting is terrible and I'm taking the paper exam? Is that going to bring down my score? What do you think? That is a good question. The examiner needs to be able to read your writing. If it is so terrible that the examiner can't read it, can't make out what you're saying, yes, that's going to affect your score. But if it's a little bit sloppy, but legible, readable, that's fine. Yeah. And the thing is, guys, like all IELTS examiners are also or have also been teachers. And we're used to crazy handwriting. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly, guys. That's the point. Like, we can read almost any writing. We really can. Like, as teachers, we can understand a bunch of different accents. We could read super messy writing. So I could tell you in my 14 years of being an examiner, I never marked anybody down for having illegible script. Okay. There's actually there's little boxes at the bottom of your test that the examiner can check if something is like so terrible. If you memorized an entire essay, which also I never saw, um, or your handwriting is so bad that I can't read anything, <laughs> that we could check that little box. I never had to check that box, guys. So 
Um, again, if you're not sure, just show your handwriting to one of us, show your handwriting to a, a native speaker who hopefully knows about the exam and be like, can you read this? Because we probably can. Guys, again, there's no part of your score that is like, they have clean, lovely writing and there is no, there's nothing erased or crossed out. We don't care. It could be so messy. As long as you, it's in paragraphs and you have vocab. Like, yeah. But what, here's one interesting note that I recently corrected an essay that was handwritten and it was problematic, the capitalization, because Mm. just the style of handwriting, you couldn't tell if it was supposed to be capitalized because the capitals were like barely bigger and sometimes they were bigger when they shouldn't be. So something like that, you do have to be more careful if your handwriting, you know, if that's a habit, you have to make sure it's clear if a letter is capitalized or not, because that will affect your grammar score. Yep, it will, right? Because that capitalization, for sure. Um, That's this little rule in there that a lot of students, not a lot, but some students score poorly in grammar. They'll get a five just because of bad capitalization. But that's true. I've seen that as well, Aubrey. That's such a good point. Um, Maybe the way you learn to write cursive or maybe the way your handwriting evolved over the years, because like everybody's handwriting is a mix of cursive and print. You know what I mean? Like it's all personal. Um, So what if your style's weird and it looks like a capital and it's not? So that's true. That is something to be aware of and be wary of. So get some feedback, guys. Get some feedback from professionals like us or, you know, whatever professionals you can access. Make sure you know all these things so you know what not to do or what to do so you can get that seven or higher on writing. Um, So guys, if you want to have access to us, sign up for uh, Three Keys IELTS, guys. Academic, general, paper, computer. We have all the courses, allersenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. And if you are a Three Keys student and you would like unlimited writing feedback, send me an email, jessica at allearsenglish.com. All right, awesome. Thank you, Aubrey. Thanks, Jessica. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.